G'day guys, potty number 16, my name's Chad, Blue Collar Perspective. See if you can guess this one. Ah, uh, how good was that? If you don't know what it is, ah, uh, greatest American hero. Another one of those classic 80s TV shows. How good were the themes back then? Anyhow, I'll come up with one later on. Um, maybe about halfway through and see if you can guess it. Uh, anyway, what's been happening in the world? Well, um, masks. <coughs> Excuse me. The masks, anti-maskers now in Victoria, causing a ruckus. Um, stage four down in Victoria. That's, you know, it's obviously pretty, pretty bad. Stage four in Melbourne CBD, I think. Um, regional areas, I think it's stage three. Um, uh, my, myself, I've um, got a very good mate of mine that I served some time with in the army that lives down in Melbourne. Uh, I've been speaking to him a little bit by text message. Um, Wayne, I hope you're doing okay down there with Sarah and the boys, mate. Um, yeah, stay safe. Um, yeah, if you go out in public, mate, just wear the fucking masks, people. Um, even myself now, I see in New South Wales, it's, you know, it's not made compulsory yet, but, you know, encouraging people to, to wear them, you know, like just, I know it's not the time to be, you know, causing a ruckus or being going against the grain guys just um try and do the right thing you know if you're asked to wear it if you go into a shopping center or supermarket or whatever it is or i was at bunnings on the weekend myself and they're asking but they're not forcing people but you know at least try to do the right thing you know like you know it's it's not it's not going to stop it but it's going to maybe slow it down or prevent it you know from getting as bad as what it could so if you have to wear one and look a bit silly who cares That's my cup of tea. I'm drinking tea now. Anyhow, yeah, that's it's pretty sad. Um, hopefully, they've seen a um, a subsiding in in the escalation of, of cases down there, and hopefully, it doesn't creep into New South Wales. I think she's done the right thing. I'll Gladys by closing the borders and um, you know just trying to knock it on the head. But overall, I think as a country, we're doing pretty good at the moment. Um, just you know, if we can get on top of that. What's going on down in Victoria? Then um, I think all well and good. Just makes me wonder though how long it's going to stick around. I think this could be something that's just ongoing. Um, it could be with us. This could be, you know, this could go for years. It could go for the rest of our our lifetime. It could be, you know, it could be like, you know, they could find a cure in a month. Or I don't know. I really don't know, but. I think it's here for a while, and if we just sort of get used to it and adapt it as best we can as society, 
do what we can to tie the line a little bit, then, you know, that's, I think it's all going to help stop the spread. Anyhow, something a bit more um, light-hearted. Dumb shit on TV. Last weekend, I was watching TV. Yeah, obviously with the lockdown at the moment, we've not been able to do too much. Not being able to travel, so or not being encouraged to travel too much. You know, certainly not within Australia. Certain interstate travels and banned, and you know, overseas travel at the moment. Yeah, it's probably not a really great idea unless it's absolutely one hundred percent necessary. And, and going on holiday. You know, it's probably not, you know, essential that you be doing it, especially overseas at the moment. Which get gets me to wonder why the fuck there would be a show on on the weekends when people are locked down. Getaway was on. Why the fuck would a show like that be on when it's kind of advertising, oh, look at me, my name's, what's his name, Blake Rain, travelling around the world on the Danube, going down there eating caviar, sipping champagne, you know, it's, you can't go anywhere, mate, so why are they even running these shows? Um, it's like advertising McDonald's to Ethiopians, you know, like, it's, I just don't get it, I think we could choose a bit more quality TV to be on on the weekends, especially when everybody's at home, okay, lockdown, let's look where we can't go, let's watch TV of people else on holiday, it was probably recorded two years ago, where we can't go. You get what I'm saying? You can't have it. You can't have it. Like a fat person trying to walk past a bakery without being allowed to reach in and touch the cream bun. Anyhow, I thought that was a little bit funny. You just can all stop laughing now. Anyhow, back to the 80s. I'll, um, I'll get back to, um, you know, with another theme a little bit later. But I want to bring you back to where were you, in particular the people in Newcastle that are listening, the Hunter Valley people, and if you're of that age where you remember it, um, where were you in the Newcastle earthquake? I can picture exactly what I was doing. I was at home at Western in the backyard playing cricket with my mates. So I can't exactly remember exactly all my mates that were there. Next door neighbour was there and his little brother, another mate that lived around the corner. And there might have been one or two others. But um, yeah, we were playing cricket in the backyard with a six-ditcher. Um, we had, out at Western, we had, I remember we had the corrugated iron roof, which was... When it was raining, it was awesome. We used to sleep so good with the old corrugated iron roof. But anyhow, the reason I'm saying that is I remember we were in the backyard playing cricket and we all heard this sort of rumbling bang and stuff went bang and must have fell off the shelf or something in, in Dad's shed. Dad wasn't home at the time. I think the shed was shed doors down. We heard the bang and clacking and crashing and stuff like that going on. We didn't sort of feel anything ground. Well, I didn't physically feel anything and... And I remember mum coming out the back door and said, what are you boys up to? She thought we hit the cricket ball on the corrugated iron roof. So she obviously heard and felt something. I remember a, a, a mate, a good mate at the time from when we were a kid, he, he lived up in Darwin at the time. And I remember him jumping down on the ground and saying, oh, I reckon it's a bloody earth tremor or earthquake and stuff like that. He turned out, well, he was right. 
the time. Um, yeah, 1989. I can't remember the exact date. I think pretty sure it was 1989. Unfortunately, the tragedy of killed those people in Newcastle Workers Club, which was very, very, extremely sad. Um, but yeah, that's what I was doing at the time. If you can remember back that far, I can't remember. Like I said, I can't remember the exact day, what month it was, but. Yeah, I can, those sorts of things stick in your mind. A bit like the September 11, 2001, when um, Al-Qaeda decided to um, park those planes in the in the Twin Towers. Yeah, every one of those points in time in history where you were. I remember Dad talking about when he was a kid growing up, I remember when um, President Kennedy was shot and um, remembers what he was doing, I think. Um, at the time, they just must have just had a TV or something like that, and they, he remembers watching. They, it was a big thing on the news, and they um, come running inside. Dad would have been, oh, I think, like you said, it was just about twelve or thirteen at the time. I mean, yeah, one of those things that stuck in his mind as a child. Uh, I'm sure Mum, Mum was the same. Well, she was a little bit younger, obviously. Um, but yeah, going back to the Newcastle earthquake. I uh, remember the concert that they had down in, in the foreshore. Now, I remember, um, this is this is a kind of a little bit funny side of the things. Um, and it's kind of, uh, I don't know, it's it, it's a little bit repulsive in a way in, in, the, in the society there that we live in, but it was, I thought it was kind of funny. And you think back to the time, remember mum and my sister went to the concert and there was the T-shirts and stuff like that going around about, you know, the earthquake and, and what happened. Um, can you remember the, if you can remember, remember the footage of that news report he was, uh, NBN News, he was talking to, I think it was like a bus depot somewhere in town and they were recording, doing an interview with this bus driver or guy from the bus depot or something like that. I probably got the footage on YouTube somewhere. And there was a rumble and bang in the background and then the, the guy getting interviewed sort of looked over and went, oh, what the? What the fuck was that sort of thing? But basically, I remember that that was the kind of thing that was uh, repeated, 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 repeated on on national news and stuff like that because that was sort of live footage of because no mobile phones, but obviously back in back in the eighties, um, oh, that footage was um, probably plastered around the world, nationally and stuff like that. Anyhow, getting back to the concert, the t-shirts. There's a kind of the repulsive side, but kind of funny, but. Yeah, anyhow, I remember they had the T-shirts and mum and my sister went to the concert. I was too young, of course, but um, on the shirt, I remember, vividly remember, it was 5.5, which was the earthquake. Roughly, that's what it was on the Richter scale, I think, at the time. 5.5 and we're still alive. That's kind of hilarious, isn't it? Like, I think it was like 12, 13 or 14 people were killed in the the workers' club disaster, and I'm not making fun of that at all um but it's kind of a little bit repulsive that it was on a t-shirt that 5.5 and we're still fucking alive yeah that was kind of funny um then brandishing that about and never mind the people that might have been at the concert that had relatives or or whatnot or friends and stuff that had been fucking crushed to death but no we'll just plaster that on a t-shirt but like i said back then it was probably not nobody gives a fuck about that sort of offending people back maybe in the 80s but these days with all these movements and PC culture and stuff like that, it's probably not the thing you want to be putting on. I'm sure if there was an earthquake tomorrow and there was a concert, you're not going to be brandishing um, 
6.6, we're still kicking sticks alive and stuff. I don't know. Anyhow. Anyhow. What was that other one? I remember there was another one. The guy that... Threadbow disaster. Remember that Stuart Diver, that one where he got... Survived that landslide and... Um, yeah, they he buried alive and, and that guy... Kind of a little bit like the, the earthquake stuff and... He survived. God knows how that survived. Um, that, that, that guy survived that. I think that was probably a little bit later on. It was probably early to mid-90s from memory. Anyhow... 5.5 and we're still fucking alive. Stuart Diver got interviewed and stuff like that. I think he lost his wife at the time or his girlfriend, but earthquake, they're still putting out those fucking t-shirts. Right. Okay, tricks. This is a little bit funny. Yeah. Uh, if you live in a neighbourhood, you know, you've got telegraph poles, all that sort of shit. you got... You know, when people lose something or they're selling their garage sales, you see signs or, you know, down the end of the street or they might put a sign around the corner and stuff like that that says, oh, garage sale around the corner, number 642 Smith Street, wherever. You know, then they put these things around the town. Come across one out the front of my place the other, the other day and, uh, you know, I was telling my son about it. Someone had lost a pet. Um, so it was a cat. So we looked it up and it was like they put the thing on the post and so I showed my son. And um, and there was a reward or something like that. Um, I don't know if you had any information. You saw this particular cat. I think some sort of Russian cat. Um, I'm not sure. You know, even if you see the cat, you I don't speak Russian, so I mean, I'm not going to be able to communicate with it unless, you know, the cat's bilingual in English and Russian. No, just joking. You're not that stupid. Really? You think I'm that stupid? I'm not. Anyhow, it was some sort of Russian breed cat. I'm just wondering about that. The different languages and that that we speak in the world do. If I was to go over to a place like Russia where I don't speak the, the language or China or stuff like that. And I knew the dog's name or cat's name or something. If I called it in English, would it come? Does that mean it's, that it understands? Do they, do they animals understand the same? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know what I'm thinking. Anyhow, going back to this thing, and it said, ring this number. Um, and a reward of... You know, whatever it was, if you if you found it and stuff like that, it was like I think it was like a hundred bucks. Probably with all the weather, it's washed off. Otherwise, I would have brought it in and read it. Um, so I said to my son, "You know what we should do? You know what we should do. We should get the number and text text the number and say something along the lines of, I've got your fucking cat and I want five hundred dollars. Drop it in the bin next to the front of McDonald's.'" No tricks, or the cat gets it. I didn't really do that, but I sort of kind of joked with him and said, you know, that would be a good trick to play. Obviously, I wouldn't do it because I'm not going to text it because then they've got my number and then I'll get into trouble off the police. But I thought it would be quite funny to do that. Um, or even just ring them up and say, I've got your fucking cat. 
Stick your hundred dollars, I want a thousand. Otherwise, I'm going to cut its throat. <clears throat> just kidding, just kidding, obviously. But I thought that would be something else that would be funny. But I'm not, obviously, I'm not cruel to animals, but I'm just thinking along the lines of pure humor. Again, not into cruelty to animals or anything like that. No. Anyhow, we'll move on from that. I don't want to have the RSPCA ringing me up. Um, getting into trouble. I'll see if I can come up with something else 80s while I think up something else to talk about. What other themes that... So you'll text me, you know, feel free to... You got my number. Text me something. I want to think about 80s thing, music, uh, maybe even 70s. Late seventies. Um, um, what was a, a cool TV show that we used to watch when we were kids? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put that one in there. What What else is a good show? I've done Magnum PI, done The Greatest American Hero. What else? Uh, other one did I do that had a really good thing? Um, oh, I don't know if I've done this one. I'm just typing on my phone. Um, and if you can hear some noise in the background, my son's listening, watching the TV in the other room, but I've closed off in the spare room. So I don't know if I've done this one, but I'm just going to play it anyway. Go for it. I don't care. I, I, that's an ad. I don't promote. I'm not selling anything. Came to. There's another ad. Sorry. So I'm doing this on my phone and YouTube. I'm not promoting Woolworths or anything like That's that. I don't pick Woolies, bitch. Was that that's the um, A team? I don't know if I've played that before, but I'll play it in. Oh, I'm gonna print another one. Here's another one. I'm gonna flash back to the 80s. Here's, here's another one. This one was a little bit, I remember it a little bit, but um, because I think mum used to watch it. Here we go. one. Here's another one we used to watch when we were kids. 
That's right. Little House on the Prairie. Michael Landon. He was in Bonanza Inn. Little House on the Prairie. Wow. Ah, oh, flashbacks. Bring back memories. What about this one? I used to race home in the afternoon to watch this show. Get 50% off rides on DD Hour. Use code DD Hour. Retro was that anyhow um, I'm a bit of struggling for content at the moment I was going to um, read something I got a new book that I was reading I'm reading a new book called the day of the triffids another classic but I've left it in the other room and I don't want to break silence get interrupted by my son if I want to go out and grab the book and read a little read the blurb off it but anyhow, yeah, it goes back. This is actually a movie. I think the book goes yeah, from the 50s. Anyhow, we don't know much about this today, but Triffids is one of the classics, a bit like um, War of the Worlds and H.G. Wells and stuff like that. Anyhow, I'm going to wrap it up. Um, hope you got something out of tonight's um, episode of Potty Number 16, The Dumb Shit on TV. You know, get away, please. The Newcastle earthquake, where were you? 5.5 and we're still fucking alive. Short Diver's still alive too. Just survive Threadbale. And don't forget, if you find a um, lost cat by the name of Keisha, she's Russian. You know, probably don't text them, say you've got their fucking cat. You want $500, otherwise you're going to cut its throat. Um... Yeah, hopefully you got something out of those 80s flashbacks, the themes. I do all the time. I like to relive my childhood. Next week on Potty 17, might even go for a serious topic next, next, um, maybe next week or the week after. I'll gap this one in about two weeks. May even go for like the fragility of life as you get older. A bit more serious. Anyhow, I'm going to wrap it up. I'll end with, um, well, I'll end with something. Um, a little bit 1980s. Or will I? I don't know. What's a good song? Think of the 80s. Oh, I think of the... I'll do some... Um, 
towards it. I'll end with this because my sister loves this band. I've seen them. They're good. Finish off with this. Don't forget, this is Chad Potty 16, Blue Collar Perspective. Working men's opinion of what's going on in the world and some random dumb shit. Not cruel to animals. Goodbye. Okay, quick, I thought of something just before I finish up. I got told a thing today. This is what you get. Today only, you can have $1 million. This is a question you ask someone. $1 million today, right now, or would you take a one cent piece that's magical, that doubles in value for the next 30 days? Now, have a think about it. Do some sums. I chose, thoughtfully, I chose the right right one today but yeah like i said today only one million dollars right now walk away or you can choose a one cent piece magical one cent piece that doubles in value every day for the next 30 days for example tomorrow you get it today tomorrow it'll be worth two cents next day it'll be worth four cents think about it like that do the maths I guarantee you'll be surprised goodbye <laughs>